Hello, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to Sundays Are For The Boys podcast, where we cover everything Dallas Cowboys. I'm your host, Nathan Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at NATN03. Today, we are going to discuss which players will sit out and how long other players will play against the New York Giants in this Week 17 matchup. If you haven't heard, the Dallas Cowboys have clinched a playoff spot. We're the fourth seed. No matter what happens, we cannot move on to the third seed with a win or other teams losing. We're fourth seed. It's going to be that way. And so we're either going to play the Seahawks or the Vikings. That's what we have to watch out this week. So for the Cowboys, it's a pretty much meaningless game in the fact that it doesn't affect any standings. And so a lot of fans have been wondering, and we've been at, reporters have been asking questions to Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett and all the players on, are we playing this to win? Or are we going to protect our starters and make sure they don't get injured? Jerry Jones, the general manager, spoke on this issue earlier this week on 105.3 The Fan. He said, quote, Our experience has been that we've played smart, if you will, in a game that has no standing implications, and I don't think we've played well, end quote. He's referring to 2016 when we already locked up playoffs and already locked up a first-round bye. Dak Prescott, he came out and played two series and then got out. Tony Romo actually played a series and scored a touchdown. That was his last play as a Cowboy. Rest in peace, Tony. Anyways, we didn't win that game. It didn't matter. But the difference between this situation and last situation is this game, we don't have a bye week in the playoffs. We were playing this week, then the wild card. And so you saw in 2016, there was a lot of rust in the beginning of that Packers game. Dak threw an interception. Zeke wasn't nearly himself. And it took a while for it to actually start getting going. And that's what lost us the game in many people's minds. This is a different situation, but you still would like to see the starters being healthy going to this game. And so the coaches and the players and the staff, they're trying to weigh their options on whether it's worth it to get a win for momentum. Later on 105.3 The Fan, the interview with Jerry Jones, he talks about how they'll probably not play Zach Martin. He's had a knee issue. He's missed a few, last not last game, but the game before that against the Colts, and we did not look good at all. And when you take an all-pro out, it's gonna you, you're going to see the effects of that. Um, this week, he was... Did not participate on Wednesday, and it was limited on Thursday. But Jerry Jones was acknowledging how it's like, we know that Zach Martin, it's not worth the risk for him. Um, so that leads us to have more questions on all-pro linemen like Tyron Smith. He's been dealing with that stinger with a neck for about two years now, and um, he's shown some rust this whole season. And there are there is good signs. This week, on Wednesday and Thursday, he was a full participant in both those practices. And so he's likely to play. How long? We'll get into that. But I'll go through the rest of the um, injury report of Week 17. Tavon Austin, he's been a full participant both days. So he's likely to come back and try to get in this offense. Anthony Brown missed last game. He was a didn't. He did not participate on Wednesday and was limited on Thursday. Tyron Crawford, that he ha, he had us scared for a moment last game when he was, they had to pull the stretcher, then he had to go to the hospital. But he's supposedly fine. It was kind of a stinger, but nothing like crucial damage to his neck. He'll likely play in the playoffs, so we'll probably sit him this week to make sure he's 100% going to the playoffs. And David Irving, 
Um, I don't know what to tell you. He didn't practice. <laughs> He's not going to play. Um, Sean Lee was limited and limited on both days. So he's an interesting question whether he's going to play because he played two weeks ago. He didn't seem to get hurt, but then there were some reports coming out saying he didn't want to take snaps away from Leighton Vander Esch. I don't know how true that is. So what I think the Cowboys should do and what I think they are going to do is they're going to have Zach Martin. He's inactive. They're going to activate Tyron Smith. They're going to activate Sean Lee. I don't think they're going to activate Anthony Brown. For Anthony Brown, I think Jordan Lewis does a pretty good job. I mean, think about it. Last year, he was a starting, and so I don't think they need Anthony Brown for this game. But Anthony Brown, don't get me wrong, he's been one of the best slot defenders in the league this year. And I just think it's a smart thing to do to let him rest and get be a full go in the playoffs. With Dak Prescott, I think the Dallas Cowboys will play Dak Prescott. I mean, I don't think anybody's questioning that at this point. But what I think they should do with the whole offense, Zeke, I don't want him to play. I think he's approaching 400 touches, and the touches he gets are just nasty. He just goes through people, and his offensive line's not been helping him out this this year. Everything he's saying, he's like, hey, if the coaches give me 40, if they call my number 40 times, I'll run it and touch it for 40 plays. But I think they're that'll be dumb for them. They're not going to do that. Jason Garrett knows better. So I think Zeke is going to be activated, but I think he's going to get about a quarter. And I think that's about what most of these starters are going to. I think Zeke might get a quarter with Dak Prescott, with Amari Cooper, with Tyron Smith. But once Tyron Smith goes out, Dak has to go out. Once Zeke goes out, I think Dak Prescott has to go out. Once Amari Cooper goes out, I mean, I'm assuming Amari Cooper will play longer than all of them because he's more fresh. He doesn't take as many hits. He's a receiver and he hasn't had any, at least anything to our knowledge, any injuries. He probably has an ankle. Every receiver has a little ankle problem. Yeah, I just don't think you can expose Dak Prescott. I mean, even if you don't think he's a great quarterback, he's still your quarterback for the playoffs. If you want any chance, you have to have him standing up straight. He's taking a beating. He's been sacked second most in the NFL, right behind Deshaun Watson. Tyron Smith, although he he'll get the occasional holding penalty, the last four weeks, he's been playing phenomenal. Not his 2014, 2015, 2016 craziness when he just he had those vice grips and would never allow pressure. But he's been playing at a Pro Bowl caliber. And so that's what I think about Tyron Smith, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper. But Tavon Austin, I think, really is key to this. And I don't think he's talked enough about in this conversation. Tavon Austin, I mean, when we got him... In the offseason, Stephen Jones was saying he'll get 12 to 15 touches a game. That's not happening. But um, I think with Amari Cooper, he could be a solid addition to this offense. I think he could play more of his role as that gadget guy. Um, we've seen Jordan Lewis take some jet sweeps. Not been that successful. Tavon Austin is pretty good at that. Also, he can provide some punt return ability, which I mean, Beasley, he'll catch the ball, but he's not going anywhere. That's what really actually has kind of set us back in some of these games. Our field position is terrible. We always get it in like the 10-yard line. We have to go full 90 yards. That's hard for any offense, especially one like ours with the beat-up offensive line and a quarterback that has some problems holding on the ball and taking sacks. But I think Tavon Austin is interesting. And so that's one reason I think Jerry Jones and 
the team is going to activate all these players is because I think they want to see what Tavon could look like with the rest of this starting unit because he's going to get snaps in playoffs. If he doesn't, shame on the coaches. He's going to get snaps, and so you want to see how he fits in with the chemistry, what's his role going to be. Something interesting Jerry Jones also said was, there's a lot of stuff in our playbook that hasn't been shown yet. A lot of little tricks and little different wrinkles. And he said, we might want to show that so that other teams, Seahawks, the Vikings in the playoffs, will have to waste more of their time, not waste, have to spend more of their time in practice and film sessions looking at those wrinkles as well instead of just focusing just on their bread and butter that we've seen the rest of the whole year. That's interesting. Usually hear people wanting to hide stuff in the playbook so other teams don't know about it. It's kind of, I guess, a different perspective on that. I mean, it makes sense. We'll see if they do that. I always get mad when our Cowboys team, the last week of the season, does something like, I mean, that Des Bryant throwing touchdown to Jason Witten in 2014, sure, was the coolest thing all year, but it's also like, come on, save that for the playoffs, right? You'll see the Patriots do that. I mean, you saw the Eagles do it last year with the Philly special. <laughs> they That was in their playbook the whole time. And they decided to do it in the Super Bowl because you want those plays to just come out of nowhere. Especially a team like ours that we don't do a lot of trick plays. We just have our vanilla offense. I think trick plays can even be that much more productive for us in the playoffs because people won't be expecting them. So now also back to the defense. Um, I think Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, I mean, they're young. Jalen Smith's actually healthy, which is crazy. He's been a, Ever since he's played in the Cowboys, his injuries haven't been a problem which is just amazing. I mean, coming back from this ACL, MCL, anyways, it's just amazing. I can never talk enough about Jalen Smith, just the attitude he has. I don't think he wants to come off the field. I don't think he needs to come off the field. I think he's, he, even though he plays violent, he understands how to control his body and not get hurt. Um, Van Der Esch, he's a rookie. Even though he's great, every snap, he'll just get better. And he's been getting better throughout this whole year. So Sean Lee, I think they're going to activate Sean Lee maybe a series or two. I don't think they want to overexpose Sean Lee. I think they really are going to try to incorporate him more in the playoffs. They want to get him kind of back in the role of things. Demarcus Lawrence is another interesting topic. He's dealt with shoulder problems this whole year. That's why his sack numbers haven't been up to par. He's only at 9.5 in the year, which isn't terrible. I mean, honestly, like he can stop the run. I mean, I think he's one of the best most well-rounded defensive ends in the league. And that's some of his greatest highlights, actually, are going across the field and tackling the running back for a minimal gain. I mean, he just has a motor. He's the perfect Marinelli guy. He's the hot boy leader. But I don't think they're going to arrest him. I don't think Demarcus Lawrence will let them arrest him. <laughs> I think he's such a, he's going to advocate for him playing. He, he wants to get to that double-digit sack mark. He's the hot boy leader. You can't have the leader of the hot boys not have 10 sacks. I mean, that just sounds bad. Definitely for Marcus Lawrence for contract negotiations with us. He wants to show that, hey, I had two double-digit sack seasons in a row. And Marcus Lawrence deserves as much money as we can afford. I mean, he's he's insane. He's the leader of this defense. He's the hot boy. <laughs> I mean, he's, when he gets the sack and he just puts out his hands the, doing the um, gladiator, like, are you not entertained? He just brings energy to this defense. And he helps all the other defensive linemen around him. I mean, we always see these twist stunts. You'll see like Malik Collins and Antoine Woods. Um, he really just brings this unit together. He's the leader of this defensive line, which 
they set up everything for the linebackers and for the cornerbacks and safeties back behind them, which leads me to Byron Jones. Byron Jones has never been injured in his career. Obviously, that's not a logical argument of saying he won't get injured, but I think he just built really well, and I think he understands how to tackle without putting his body at risk. Um, I think he'll play. You probably won't see him playing 100%. With a lot of these players, I feel like they... I mean, they'll, they'll be flying, but they're not going to be playing like they did against the Saints. I mean, it doesn't matter. It still matters to them to go out there and put on a good show and to try to get stuff clicking and make sure they're on a roll going to playoffs. But at the end of the day, they know in the back of their minds. As much as they want to tell the media, they know it doesn't matter. They know what will be best for the team is that nobody gets injured. But so there's a balance there. Finding that balance is J- Jason Garrett's job here. And so one way or the other, he's going to get critiqued. Um, if if they play the starters and they get injured, then they're gonna be like Jason Garrett. Why did you play those players? That's just a dumb, it's a meaningless game. On the other hand, if he doesn't play the players and they start rusty, which would pretty much be inevitable against the Seahawks or the Vikings in the wild card round, they'll be like Jason Garrett. I mean, you should have learned your lesson from last time you sat the people that were rusty. So there's no like easy, clear cut solution. So I think they're going to put them out there for about a quarter, like the main offensive starters, and and take them out. But once again, the moment you take the lineman out, um, Tyron Smith, you got to take Dak out. Uh, you don't want him to get beaten. I think it's time for some Mike White or some Cooper, Cooper Rush. Who knows, maybe Kellen Moore can take off um, his headset and go get some snaps on the field. That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, that is it. For the first ever episode of Sundays for the Boys, feel free to subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter at NATN03. Have a great rest of your day.